Hey Epiphany, so uh, obviously over the last uh, week and a half or so, uh, you and I and everyone else around the country have uh, seen the growing uh, civic unrest that has come as a result of the killing of George Floyd. And um, there's been lots of discussions about race in this country and the problem with racism in this country for that matter. There's been lots of discussion about the, the right of protesters to protest and for that matter, uh, whether rioting even in some cases could be seem uh, even understandable. And I've just felt, you know, as I've listened over the last uh, week and a half, and really that's what I've been doing, I haven't posted much about this, I haven't made statements about this, I, I really have been listening, I've been trying to sort through what is the Christian response to all of these things? What ought to be our view on these things as I look at as we look at things from a biblical perspective and so I decided that I I should probably just make a little teaching since I can't be, be with you in person to go over these things and uh, and so first of all let me let me just sort of flesh out what I think the Christians response to the killing of George Floyd should be I think uh, first of all uh, as I ponder the Apostle Paul's words that we are to weep with those who weep, we are to do just that. That when we hear about the killing of an innocent man, that we ought to be weeping with the family and with the friends and with the neighbors. And for that matter, with all the other members of the community and even our country that are grieving this man's terrible death. We ought to want justice. We ought to. It's very clear in Scripture that our God is a God of justice. And so we ought to cry out that when a crime is committed, as it most definitely seems to be here, we ought to want justice. And yet, as I say that, as I think about grieving with those who grieve, weeping with those who weep, I also want to say we need to be careful to respond first by listening. Too often we as Christians are prone to just wanting to speak and wanting to lecture and wanting to tell people what's right and wrong. But in a time like this, I think, I think we need to stop, pause, and just hear out the pain of our fellow countrymen, especially our African-American friends who are looking at this through the prism of something that, well, for many is too familiar. We need to listen, we need to hear. It doesn't mean when I say we listen that we agree with everything that's said, that's fine. We can disagree, but we do need to listen. We need to be willing to have ears to hear what our neighbors are saying and the pain that they're feeling. I'm reminded of a picture I saw yesterday out of a fairly small protest I, I can't remember the city that it came from, but I love the, the symbolism, the posture that was, uh, that was laid out. Here was a, a group of protesters heading in one direction and they came across a group of policemen heading directly for them. And of course, from what we've seen over the last uh, few days, you expect that things are gonna escalate very quickly. But instead, what we saw is the police officers getting down on one knee and symbolizing, in, 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 at least in just a small way, like we understand why you're protesting. We, we empathize 
and we want to be people of peace. And so as I look at the questions that are surrounding us, whether it be about George Floyd or whether it be about racism in this country, which we, we certainly have to acknowledge has been a problem throughout our history, and for that matter, should always be condemned by Christians according to biblical theology. There's just no possible justification for racism ever, even if every one of us could fall prey to it. Even if any one of us could have those thoughts in our hearts, we need to rebuke that. We need to repent and we need to acknowledge that it's sin against God who created all people in his image, no matter where they're from. And so to the last question, you know, uh, what, what do we say about rioting? What do we say about destruction of property and violence? Well, well, certainly from a Christian perspective, there just can't be a case made that that Christians can join in with such behavior. There's just not a single example in scripture in which Christians are encouraged to do that. As a matter of fact, the opposite is the case. And yet, as, I, as we acknowledge that, and I, I think that's a fairly obvious point to, to most, that Christians are not to be engaged in the destruction of property or violent activity, we also again should take the opportunity to quietly listen to what people are saying. We should, instead of immediately going to lecture mode, we should instead listen and hear and seek to be people of peace that are trying to bring love and care for our neighbors. And so, so that, those are my brief thoughts. As I look at it from a scriptural point of view, I think we need to be people that are uh, actively looking for ways to show love to our neighbor by listening to them, by validating the pain that this situation has brought on and by ultimately bringing them the message of the redeemer that forgives all sinners no matter what they've done no matter where they've come from that we have the opportunity as christians to proclaim to the world that jesus is the one who says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest and I think there's an awful lot of people right now that are really weary and burdened. Let us be people that proclaim that savior of peace, that savior who takes away our burdens and who forgives all our sins. Will you just pause with me for a word of prayer? Father, forgive us. Forgive us for what could be a lackadaisical attitude toward injustice. Forgive us for um, not being uh, willing to acknowledge the pain of others. Forgive us for wanting to speak first before listening. Forgive us for wanting to defend our own righteousness instead of your righteousness. I'm reminded, Father, as I plead for this forgiveness now, I'm reminded of uh, your word to your disciples as they witnessed tragedy and horrible things, their, their tendency was to think, well, somebody must have done something to deserve it. And Jesus said, no, it, when you see these things, when you see terrible things around you, just take that opportunity to repent. And so, Father, we, we repent. And we plead and we pray on behalf of the Floyd family that are left in the aftermath of his terrible death, his killing. 
Father, we pray for peace for them, that your spirit would envelop them, wrap your arms around them and provide them with community to support them as so many already have shown. Father, we pray for the protests that they would remain peaceful and that they would remain a vital part of what it means to live in this place that you have called us to live as citizens. Father, we pray for those officers that are sent out to make sure that that peace is ensured. I, I, I ask that you would protect them and give them wisdom and cool, calm heads, that they would see themselves as guardians of peace and guardians of the very people that are protesting. Father, may you, may you bring clarity out of this and show us a path forward that you might bring more unity in our churches and in our country. For the sake of your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.